There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hustlers. We know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business or, let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you. Introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute drowning in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5K. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. The Hustle Share Podcast is brought to you by AWS, the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. Use AWS now to lower your business costs, become more agile, and for faster innovation. Apply now to get $1,000 free credits at hustleshare.com slash AWS. Also by TagCash. Spend, play, earn, and build a mobile wallet super app for your startup. Go now to hustleshare.com slash TagCash to apply and get your startup's mobile wallet. And... Caliber is the easiest, most convenient way to get hired. Caliber Tailor fits the perfect job for you based on your unique skills. Hire the best people for your company at www.caliber.com and use the promo code HUSTLESHARE. Caliber, where jobs find you. Now, the next thing about hustle is this. While the enemy of hustle is success, the best thing to do to continuously be in that zone is to never think you're successful. Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now here's your host, Ronster Baitiong. Welcome to episode 71 of the Hustle Share podcast. My name is Ronster and I'm your host. And this episode is powered by AWS, the world's most comprehensive and broadly adopted cloud platform. 
We are a proud affiliate of the Podcast Network Asia, but before we begin, we'd like to remind you that this podcast contains not safe for work language, so make sure there are no kids when you're listening to this. Because as we play the last episode before we celebrate our one-year anniversary, we have invited a guest that's not just going to motivate you, but inspire you. And his name is Francis Kong to tell us the hustle of being an inspirational speaker. And we're lucky to have Francis because millions and millions of people have learned through him. But in this episode, he will tell us how exactly he started his own hustle by being in sales and the type of experiences he had to go through that opened his eyes through lifelong learning and inspiration. And get ready to be inspired very early in this episode because he will share the struggles he had to go through when he decided to be an entrepreneur and kickstart his public speaking career as well. And we'll do a deep dive as well of how he was able to grow his public speaking business to become the number one inspirational speaker in the Philippines for a very long time now. And he will also share how his daily grind is like and how he looks for inspiration to pass forward during his talks. And just like always, stick around till the end because he will share a lot of great advice that you can apply in your own hustle. And he will also reveal a secret on how he copes up with stress. So if you're ready to learn the hustle of an inspirational speaker, let's begin this episode right now. Welcome to the latest episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. We finally got him. Just to give you an idea, how, how I'm freaking out. I'm, 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 I'm trying to hold my uh, kilig as we do this because we finally have some this guy that's been wanting to have on the show. And before we start, shout out to Josh Rupan and Dave Marquez, who we had on the show, who finally bridged the gap. I mean, I, I'll, I'll tell you a backstory. Right. I've been trying to reach reach to your team. Uh-huh. I even talked to I think one of your devs yeah. uh, a few months back mm-hmm. to get you on the show. Oh. But without further ado, let's welcome the inspirational speaker. I, I said that correct, right, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Right. Francis Kong. <laughs> yes, the crowd goes wild. Yeah, so many of them. Yes, <laughs> they're they're all ghosts. Yeah. But Francis, welcome to the yes. show, and thank, thank you for you. having a time. Okay, thank so you. again, we've had so many guests on the show, mm-hmm. and I had to get you at the right time. Thank you. It's our anniversary season. Oh, wow. back to back, we're gonna have the two of the arguably the biggest uh, people on the show. I won't reveal the next one, but right. you are. Literally, that episode before we turn one. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. But I don't want to waste time, and I don't want to get too carried away. But Francis, I know people know you so well of what you do already. (laughs) But Francis, I always ask this question. What's your hustle? A lot of things. Okay. Uh, I think uh, it's it's a very generalized question that uh, requires some amount of thinking. Okay. I think the, the answer to what do I hustle may be aptly replied this way. I do a lot of hustles all the time. There you go. <laughs> yes. But uh, the, the key thing now is that in all the hustlings, I never leave my core. Mm. So there is a core. And then you branch out from your core 
but you continue hustling all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's always persistent. But that core, mm-hmm. I'm curious what that core is. Because, again, I've, I've, I stayed up last night like a really uh, creepy guy, <laughs> researching a lot about you. And, and yeah. I didn't realize that, again, that, that those hustles were so much. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what's that core like? Uh, a lot of people in this country will call me uh, the country's most sought-after motivational speaker. I yep. cringe every time I hear that. I'm word. sorry. I think I just uh, did that two no, minutes you, ago. You did, you did it. Uh, <laughs> you, you referred to me as an inspirational speaker, okay. and I think that's a more adequate term. Got it. Now, some people will think that I'm a columnist, I'm a book author, I do a lot of training to the tune of 300,000 seminars in a year, by oh the way, for the last, what, 12, 12 years now. Last year... I kind of slowed down because there were three cancellations. So I oh. finished the year with uh, 297, right? Yeah, and December wow. was long. And December vacation. was long. Right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we were joined by his daughter. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, yes. the... Hi I'm Rachel. I'm the youngest. In there the you go. Rachel Kong. I basically, in crude terms, I sell my dad. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many business. people out there can actually say that I sell my dad? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm being used as a commodity. Right? <laughs> but he's still my landlord, so hey. you know, oh, he wow. might charge me for my rent. So. There you go. <laughs> I'm calling my daughter, but she's my daughter boss. There you, know? you go. That yeah. boss baby. There boss baby. Okay. So my, my background was that... Um, out of extreme need in order to earn an income because we we were not dirt poor, but we were not well off. Yeah. So I, I, I realized that the only way for me to be successful is to get good education and through education be a springboard as a platform to do something. Yeah. But uh, the essential thing was that I was ready to bite the bullet and I was ready to face hard work. Wow, and, and a lot of people don't understand this, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, du- during my college days, those were the years when I was younger, and that was many, many, many years ago in the galaxy, far, far away. Wow, <laughs> it was. Uh, I wish I had Star Wars <laughs> sound, uh, sound effects right now. But before yeah. that, let's actually ride. I have right. another ship here. Okay, it's called the Hustle Share Time Machine. All right. <laughs> where we will go back yes. to where it all started because this is what before we become the hustler that we are now right. we had to go through a lot of difficult situations mm-hmm. as growing and growing up especially and you said you were ready to bite the bullet yeah what was that bullet that bullet was working in the corporate world wherein you would be surrounded by people who never had any leadership skills and they jerk you around yeah. and make you feel like you are inferior and insignificant. Correct. And I had, to, I had to go all through those things because those were the years when inspirational and motivational things were unknown. Did not exist, yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the type of bosses would say, rule number one, I'm the boss. Oh, rule God. number two, in case you have any doubt, just refer back to number one. It's either my way or the high. <laughs> Way, right yes and i had to buy the bullet and uh, face the ridicule sometimes of doing something right but uh doesn't make the, the boss feel good correct i never knew that those were things that would become nuggets of of, of experiences that i'm going to be using later as i do leadership wow. training okay and then uh amazingly when, when i started uh i uh, rose up the rank quick because i was putting in more hours of work and putting in more seriousness so you hustled work. really i did I but did. In, I'm, I'm curious because not again not everybody's blessed with that type of of scenario where mm-hmm. people like where they work mm-hmm. right yeah in that situation 
if it's easy to hustle when you like what you're doing, mm-hmm. and especially the environment that's around you, mm-hmm. in an environment where you kind of hate what the, the culture around you, and mm-hmm. you still got to hustle, how did yes. you find uh, the, the, the motivation to keep going? Well, the important thing is not the hard work or the unpleasantries. Got it. The important motivation there was that I was ready to learn. I was extremely curious. Mm. What made, you know, I, I might use the, the term jerks, but okay. uh, well, what made <laughs> these guys reach their position? And if they can do it, why can't I? Mm. So I was really learning and I was studying and... Uh, Curiously, I started work with a cement company. Can you imagine cement. that? Right? Wow. As an executive assistant. An EA? An EA. And wow. uh, that's a fancy term for mixing coffee for my boss and sharpening <laughs> his pencils. I would have accepted any position with a uh, with a uh, executive title on it. I would have been wow. an executive driver. So oh, when people you. ask me, oh, what's your position? <laughs> I'm an executive, right? Wow. And, but, but I learned. I learned. And curiously... Just when I was going to be promoted as plant manager, one day I opened the curtains of my window and I looked out the plant and there was no color that I see. Uh, you, you know, in the cement plant, uh, you see rocks and you see yeah, hollow blocks and you yeah. see sand. <laughs> They're all one color. Yeah. And I said, hey, I'm so young, but this is not the kind of life I want to be. So I took a risk. And that risk was? That risk was the emergence of a new industry called RTW. Ready to wear. Mm-hmm. And so I was fascinated with the curiosity. How could companies produce in mass scale garments whereas the norm at that time was you go to tailors and dressmaking to have right. a custom made suit? Correct, right? correct. And what so, year was this? Around around what, what year? Oh, that was a long time ago. I, I guess it was about 1985 or wow. more than that. Yeah. And you yeah. already had a family going on at that time. Oh yes. So yes. that was another motivation to really mm-hmm. keep going because you can't just like rest on your laurels and you chill. You can't because right. I mean, you can do that if you see your family starve. Exactly. In front of you, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. So the answer yeah, yeah. was there out of necessity. Okay. But then the curiosity got me, and I said, this is a fresh new industry. I love mm. pioneering work. Of course. I said, if I happen to be an early adopter in this industry, and sure. I get to know what is it, then the opportunity opens up for me. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of people do not know this, because the um, people old in the industry, they know me as this golden boy with garments, coming All up right. with a fancy... Um, uh, a well-known brand. Right. What they don't understand is I started my garments career by changing clothes in mannequins. What? And doing sh- doing show windows and displays. Yeah. I loved it, by the way. Wow. So coming from cement all the way to garments, mm-hmm. changing mannequins, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that wasn't easy. <laughs> it's a totally... It's, it's polarized. It's, yeah. it's a totally different industry. What were the skills you had to learn in order to thrive in that environment? Because this was not the Francis Kong that we know now, who is a fountain of wisdom, Mm. right? (laughs) I'm just here to absorb all the wisdom you're going to tell me today. Mm. But at that point, the Francis Kong in, in the garments industry, how was that like? That gives me an avenue to explore arts. Got it. So I read up and Mm. I read a lot. Okay. I read a lot about how do you make this show window work with such a limited budget as your boss would allow you to? Mm. And then that also gives me an opportunity to be leading people because okay. under my wing and my command would be mm. carpenters and painters. And yeah. 
So that got me into this leadership position in leading that group. Got right? it. So uh, then uh, at, at a given time, I felt like I need to hustle more. Of course. And I was setting my eyes on the uh, salespeople in our companies. They've got all the money and the car plans and everything else. So wow. Why can I be like them? Okay. So what I did was I started reading again. So I started reading on sales and marketing and administration and design and everything I can get my hands on to okay. related to that industry. Right. And uh, I placed myself in a unique position to be able to offer ideas, which, uh, you, you know, in my experience, whenever you do that, you're going to have uh, resistance. You're going to have... Exactly. Uh, because at the end of the day, again, from, from a corporate structure... Mm -hmm. Especially back then, yeah. you don't have a voice. Right. You you below you look at the totem pole, mm -hmm. and the farther down you are, yes. you I don't yes. care how good your ideas are, yeah. it's gonna be shot down. How yeah. did you persist? Well, you gotta be creative. I said, hey guys, if you guys are having your business meetings and you're discussing sales, and mm. my work is to support you in sales, mm. how come you've not included me in the meeting? Mm. But that was my way of creatively inserting myself in the business meeting so I can learn more, right? Yes. Now, so for the, for the first few meetings, I ended up just listening to what's happening. At the okay. end of my end of the end of the meetings, I was mm -hmm. asking myself, I said, "This." Dudes don't know what they're talking about because they're not <laughs> reading, right? Right. And so after that, and then later on, I started injecting ideas, and I was shut down. I was ridiculed. I don't care. You know okay. why? Because the uh, upper uh, echelon, the leaders, were observing. Mm. They know. They know this guy has some ideas, but he's constantly being shut down. Got it. Uh, a few more hustles, and. Uh, a, uh, maybe within one and a half years' time, somebody resigned, uh, caught okay. moonlighting. Okay. And oh, wow. <laughs> guess who's next? So without even any hesitation, the upper management decided to uh, put me in that slot. And wow. there, there, there I was. I became, I became a salesperson. Yeah. So I started selling stuff. I, I okay. would bring pants and jeans to go to department stores and present my samples but this time i want to do it more creatively okay now i have the background of windows and displays and uh, i have i have more things in other words if you take a look at my journey okay my core was to educate people educate so through the selling process mm -hmm. you don't sound like oh pitch 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 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You you said it like it's a narrative in a storytelling yes. educational way. Exactly. Wherein at the end of the day the buying proposition is gonna be yes. sneaked within. Yes. yes. And then at the end of the day again, when when they're they understand the message and yeah. just understand the narrative, mm -hmm. it's just gonna come in naturally. Yes. Like game, let's do this. Right. Okay, but I'm curious about one thing. Mm -hmm. Through all these hustles, again, you said some of the 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 challenges. Mm -hmm. Was there a lowest point that you remember? Because everybody here, you know, you've been through miles and miles of, of achievements and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Went through rock bottom. Was yeah. there a rock bottom for you? And I, I'm curious, how does one Francis Kong in, uh, bounce back up from rock bottom? Oh, not yet. But there were, there were similar instances. Okay. When it comes to leading people who are senior and they feel like mm -hmm. they know more than you do. Yeah. That was tough. And I have had the number one salesperson threaten to resign unless I get removed. 
Wow. So oh that my put God. Uh, that put the top leadership team into a quandary because they don't have to be made to choose. Oh gosh. And I had to approach this guy and I said, I know you've got years of experiences and I'm not here to outshine you. Correct. But I'm here to support you. Mm. And uh, well, I think the uh, management made the right decision. They decided to let the other one go. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not easy. Okay. Because now that they've made that decision, I got to prove to them that they made the right decision. Right, right. right. So I put in a goal to myself and I said, I'm going to double whatever that guy was doing. And I did. I tripled it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So now, that puts me in a unique position now to go into a higher position in the company. So I became mm -hmm. general manager of the company and I ran that company for many years profitably. Wow. Yeah. Last question before mm -hmm. we take our first break. Sure. I, I've just read this uh, so several days ago that we should stop start calling uh, like so, uh, being able to talk mm -hmm. soft skills mm -hmm. because now they're considered hard skills, hard skills like emotional uh, EQ. Right. You know, these mm -hmm. things matter so much now. All right. At that stage of your life, what were the key skills aside from selling and storytelling? Because you, you, you you're a voracious leader. I mean, mm -hmm. reader. Yeah, um, right. How were you able to equip yourself with the right skills that then helped you become a young general manager at that time? Okay, uh, the idea and the principle has not changed. Okay. Rachel would vouch for that. There you go. Before, She's the one selling for you now. Right. So. <laughs> and even before answering your question, I gotta okay. ask you a question. What makes your show so successful in the first place? I guess it's the realness and the experience that I've also had. And I always mm -hmm. say this in the show, if if I did this five years ago, I didn't mm -hmm. have enough experience and mm -hmm. the ability to empathize with the people right. because I've been there too. Right. This would not work. And so. where do you plan to bring your show within the next two to five years now? International, you know, you because go. at the end of the day, I start with the Philippines mm -hmm. and because nobody's talking about the real things. Right. We talk about, it's a PR talk all the time. It's yes. like, how hard was it? Nobody talks like that. Right. 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 Where, oh man, you know what? I had to go through this and all mm -hmm. that. But I'm selling Filipino hustles Great. to the world. Yeah. Well, starting here, I mean, so far it's been working, but down the road, as, as Podcast Network Asia yeah. expands across Asia, right. comes with it as the Philippine flag. Great. So did you notice, Ron? That process is the answer to the question you asked me. Which is? I respond by asking more questions. Wow. You, you, a, a, lot of, a lot of speakers do not understand. They talk all the time. Exactly. But if you don't understand the need of a person, how sure are you that what you're offering will be relevant to the needs of that person? Got it. So another thing is this. You've got a lot of speakers and a lot of pseudo speakers as mm -hmm, well and mm -hmm. pseudo experts mm -hmm. who would offer you a lot of things, but they don't know how to ask the right questions. The uh, the uh, visible sign of an intelligent mind is the ability to ask questions, not to provide answers. And if you do, I mean, if I'm a consultant, I, I get invited to a company and they wanted me to speak. And without asking the right questions and knowing what their needs are, and I provide something, that's called malpractice. Wow. In other words, uh, prescription without diagnosis is right. malpractice, right? Right. So... And, and with my depth of uh, work experience and hustle, okay. it puts me in a unique position to ask the right questions 
And maybe I might be able to help them through with the answers they are longing for. That is amazing, right? <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to control my jaw from falling out. Like, no, 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 Ron, don't do that. You look you look like an idiot. But okay, let's take our first break. And when we come back, sure. I want to now find out how did you become the inspirational speaker that you are now. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about that more after sure. the break. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact 24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate their growth. Submit your pitch to Impact 24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch? At SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph. That's saschallenge.ph. And good luck and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back from the break. We're still with the inspirational speaker. Again, I'm trying to control my jaw because I will probably end up putting my jaw on the floor as we listen to this episode. But thank you again, Francis, for having the oh, time. Oh, my pleasure. Okay. Um, I'm stalking you on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And eventually, uh, you did leave the garments business. Mm-hmm. I did. What pushed you over? And that was a leap of faith. Oh. Now you're you're the top dog. You're 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 the one... Doing your business, working working in in a in a company versus again jumping and taking leave yeah. leap of faith is totally different thing. Right, right. And I I bet it's scary because you had a family and you have mouths to feed. Yeah. How did this work? Well, there's a little bit of transition before doing what I'm doing and the last gig of working in the garments company. You see, when I was in sales, now I was making a little bit of a commission. First okay. lesson I have to learn is this: the enemy of hustle hustle is success. Right, so you're earning a little bit, mm-hmm. then you feel it's okay, and then my boss calls me to his office and he says, "You know, Francis, uh, we have to apologize. Mm-hmm. When we gave you that commission rate, we were emotional." Okay. And he says, uh, 
at, at that rate, the company would not be making money, so we would have to sacrifice a little bit of your commission and bring it down. Man, I was so furious. It, Absolutely. It's like, it's like you're talking to a person born without brains, right? Right. And I said, the bigger my commission is, the bigger my commission, that means the bigger the sales I'm generating for you. Correct. So it doesn't mean that uh, the cost will be higher. It means that the commission is higher, and you're not willing to give me that. Correct. And so that got me fixated with the fact that the only way for me to leave this company and be an entrepreneur myself because I don't have money apart sure. from a few cents of commissions I earn mm -hmm. is that I got to make myself so known in the industry okay. such that I would have the confidence though I don't have the money because there will always be people with excess money with not enough competence and they're looking for people like me, right? Exactly. And so I found three, I, I, found, I found a couple of partners and then we started another local brand okay and it became one of the top brands in the country i ran it wow. I, I i did not have money equity in it it's all labor okay in other words during those days we call that sweat equity partner sweat equity power yes. equity yep and and then i ran the company successfully mm -hmm. and then the lowest point in my in my life was that uh, my partners ran away with the business leaving me with nothing wow but here's the key from my days of selling pants, I've always looked at myself not as a salesperson, but as a consultant. Mm -hmm. And uh, Rachel, Rachel get to know about that more. Okay, right? well, talk to uh, Rachel later. <laughs> and we'll involve her in the podcast. Yeah, I should charge you. I'm yeah. more expensive. Yeah. No, no, than we're, you. We're, we're selling your dad here <laughs> in the process. So yeah, okay. I'll hook you up. You okay. don't contact me. Um, there you go. <laughs> so while others are selling pants, I okay. was selling ideas and how to improve their business. It's mm. different. So I said, here's this pair of pants. Okay. Here's a uh, related article on it. Here's the fashion forecast. And here's how you do the windows. In other words, I've been telling people in my seminars, stop thinking like you're a salesperson. Always think like you're a business consultant, right? Got it. And I never focus on the commission, by the way. Mm -hmm. The commission now and the money I made became a delightful surprise for a job that is done well. Got it. And I have stuck to that principle all through my life. Mm -hmm. Now, at, at that time, I was planning revenge against my partners. Got it. So that was the motivation. Right. Got it. Well, it's a good thing because I had a wife who would support me and say, no, we'll take an Abraham walk. Suddenly, you know, I, it, it was like I was I was given an uppercut by Manny Pacquiao. And Got it. And you want to take the high road. Right. Okay. And I said, hmm. All this being in a relationship with Jesus Christ, this is not the best testing time. Got in it. faith, I got to trust him. So we took the okay. Abraham walk, right? Okay. And after that, uh, things began to open up. I began, uh, I began uh, going into, uh, go, going into uh, speaking. But uh, Ron, this is something that a lot of people don't understand. Okay. From the moment I was in garments and then running my own company. Okay. I was giving talks to the tune of 120 talks in a year and not charging a single cent just for the love of the game, right? That is crazy. Mm -hmm. And you had bills to pay and mouths to feed and daughters to, to, yeah. to put to school. Oh, but I was making money from the commissions I made by selling pants and running the business. Got and it. So, but for the love of the game, I would love to research and share ideas that will help people. I would even pay for my own plane expenses and hotel oh just to go God. to schools in Jensen and Davao and Iloilo and everywhere else. 
And that's 120 talks. I remember one big multinational company wanting to pay me 25K at that time. That was a huge amount of money. Absolutely. And I said, no, thank you, thank you. I just love doing this for you. And he gave me, that company gave me a half a gig of uh, USB. And I was so thrilled to death, right? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Those those were days of sharpening the skill. Got it. And, And... and then that got me, transitioned me into public speaking. The day uh, I was approached by partners to bring in John Maxwell, we organized John the biggest, Maxwell. yeah, and we organized the biggest conference ever. Filled up Araneta. The next day, filled up PICC. Wow! And then John Maxwell came to me, came to us, and he says, "You guys did a great job. You might want to represent my training program." So I got accredited, I got licensed, and when I came back, I became a professional trainer and a speaker, got and it. I started. Tra- Charging very high. There you go. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very interested because in the podcast game, it's yeah. very similar, mm. right? The only difference is we don't really speak in front of an audience. Mm. You saw the, you see the audience grow yeah. uh, gradually. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't have the upspike of a YouTube video, mm-hmm. um, and it's different because this is technically radio on demand. Right. 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 This is the next mm-hmm. iteration of how radio is going to be yes. in, in the next in the next yeah. decades or so. Mm-hmm. However, um, there's also always this conundrum. Do mm-hmm. I monetize now or mm-hmm. do I sharpen the knife mm-hmm. so I can charge high, mm. right? And I, I went through that and I was just lucky also, I guess, where here in Hustle Share, 10 episodes in, someone was already willing to take that risk. Right. Why would I say no, right? Mm-hmm. I got bills to pay mm-hmm. because I don't ever want to come to that point where uh, I don't want to do this anymore. It's mm-hmm. not worth it. Mm-hmm. Though the main reason also why I did this is because mm-hmm. I wanted to pay it forward right. in the best avenue because I can do talks fine. Mm-hmm. But the, the problem is the same way I've been on the other side of the, the coin mm-hmm. watching talks right. is that after a certain amount of time, unless yeah. it really cuts through, yeah. I will forget. Well, right. let, let me just offer you um, a couple of observations I have. Okay. You see, I was talking about my entire career and how I transitioned. Got it. Uh, in other words, my very core was not garments. My okay. core was not uh, consultancy. My core is I am a communicator. Exactly. And as a communicator, your job is in the business of persuasion. Yes. Right? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. So that's the very core. Dale now, Carnegie, right, right there. And, and, and what you do right now in, in podcasts is you need to monetize this. Why? Because in an age of social media, now everybody stands as jury, judge, and executioner. Yep. You don't do your job well, well, I'll pay you. Right. But if you do your job well, it affords you with the, with the bandwidth to improve and do even more. Yeah. And besides, this technology is always disrupted by another technology. You never know how long this technology will last, True. right? But now it gives you a platform to be ready for the next one when it comes along. Exactly. So you need to monetize this. Got it. They will punish you if you don't do your job well by not giving you the money that you, you're expecting, right? Got it. Yeah. Okay, now, that, that's, thank mm-hmm. you. For that was that was already a bit of advice. Oh my god! And he's not getting paid for this. <laughs> uh, that's you. my mistake. That's okay. my mistake. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. Sponsor, sponsor, cover me. AWS. You know what to do. Okay. Um, all right. Now, in, in terms of building up a company, mm-hmm. all right. I, I know now how you you you. Let's do a deep dive later on how you do mm-hmm. your 
your your talks mm-hmm. what's your mo how right. do you do that mm-hmm. i'm curious about the team mm-hmm. because i know you're you're the marquee this is mm-hmm. francis kong yeah how did you build a team to help you do this because this is not easy to do alone i'm doing this podcast and that's why i created a, a startup around it because i cannot do it alone it's so yeah. hard right uh ron a lot of people do not know this, but I have an ongoing radio program that's running for 24 years now, Monday oh, to Friday. There you go. It's a very short segment in the classical music station, DZFE. Okay. It's, not a, it's a non-commercial radio, uh, radio okay. station, right? And so the constant preparation and the discipline of coming up with new materials every day, that is now part of my DNA. Wow. And so I was approached by very well-meaning super billionaires who said, Francis, we're willing to support you and provide you with a research team. How many people in your research team does the job for you? I said, one. Really? How can we do that? Uh, is uh, Is he a graduate from a school? I said, no, you're looking at him. What? And he said, you're the one doing research? I said, yes. Why? Because I'm Chinese, I'm an entrepreneur, I keep my overhead low. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, lean. You're lean. (laughs) And and besides, uh, doing this now affords me to be the first person to learn before I can share anything else with other people. And, And the idea here in this job is not to outperform anybody, not to mm-hmm. outcompete anybody, because mm-hmm. there's there's been a, 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 a an army of speakers and trainers who have came and who have gone. Yeah. The idea here is to outlast everybody. Yeah, so it's that, a long that's game. Key, right. right. And now this team, but because now, you know, I have a lot more gigs now, I have a yeah. lot more training, so I need someone to do the marketing and to do yep. do selling, so that's where my daughter boss comes into the picture there with her go. team. <laughs> <laughs> We're lucky. We have uh, Rachel. So, I'm curious about this. Uh, Rachel, can you uh, join us real yeah. quick? Yeah, sure. Okay. From from this point of view now, where your dad was a one man uh, wrecking crew, oh, yeah, per yeah. se, yeah. When, do you, when you come into the picture, how's that dynamic like? And I'm very curious, does he also give you the type of wisdom on a daily basis? Yeah. Because that's, my God, this, yeah. this, this is amazing. So, uh, I'm the youngest in the family. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm the youngest in the family. So, uh, growing up, I'm the one who experienced uh, him being a motivational or inspirational speaker and wow. author okay. the most. Okay. So, when I, the thing is, my teachers knew him. But wow. growing up, uh, us kids had no idea what he was actually doing in real okay. life. Okay, how was he in at, at home? Uh, I'm curious. He was the same. Wow. It's why. It's why. It's why. Uh, actually, I, I used to tell this joke. Okay. The reason why he became a more inspirational speaker is okay. because his kids don't listen to him. So <laughs> he decided to find an audience who actually paid him for it. You know. So there's <laughs> and, a lot of practice happening yeah, at home because yeah. you guys were stubborn. Yeah. yeah. Thank okay. you. Uh, I, I love think, you. <laughs> I think uh, that's what a lot of parents experience. Sure. So uh, they would be comforted to know that even my dad had that problem yeah. with wow. his kids growing up. Okay. okay. But. Um, he was the same, except uh, his jokes were the same, 
It's okay. just we didn't really laugh at yeah, all of his jokes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you're paying, you're get, getting paid to pay, say a joke, I'd, I'd do that But all you day. know what? You know okay. what? Now I laugh. Okay. Because we work together. <laughs> yeah. It's part to. of the job description. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, part, yeah. part of packaging as well. Got it. Right. Now, in terms of uh, how that's, this dynamic, so you, your, your dad calls you the boss and whatnot. How's that dynamic like? Because he got used to being you know being a shot caller and then doing being in control Mm -hmm. how did that come in with your daughter also your youngest to come in was there any uh, struggle in between that 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 had to happen none at all as a matter of fact my challenge to rachel right after college she took up multimedia arts by the way wow and i said i want you to work in the corporate business to gain some experiences but ever since all my kids were young she's the youngest right okay Ever since Brian and Hannah were little, I've allowed them the freedom to express their natural giftedness and talent. Got it. Because I have, as my belief, God has a different purpose for them. They're not me. Got it. I don't want to project on them my own ambitions. Sure. So Brian today is running a very, very uh, successful restaurant chain together with his Japanese partner, Shinji, called Crazy Katsu. Oh my God, that's his. That's yeah. his. And Crazy oh, Ramen. Yeah. And Crazy Ramen. You, know, you guys should go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fat guy. I am from yeah. Kamunin. Oh, there you that's go. just 15 See? minutes away yes. from my house. Yeah. Yes. Right. And my daughter, Hannah, is getting very famous. Wow. She's, uh, she's known as the... Uh, as the uh, very creative uh, fashion designer for bridal gowns, she's oh got her own boutique. You know, people go to her boutique in podium and say, "Are you related to Francis Kong?" And she says, "I hate that. That I hate." That. <laughs> <laughs> but they have the freedom and the process to express right. their own wants, and I never force Rachel to do that. She okay. just found it natural that she loves it, got and it. her contribution has been tremendous too. And what what's that dynamic like now? Um, being working with your dad, being in charge of getting him more gigs, mm-hmm. and also balancing balancing it out with being a daughter as well. Mm-hmm. Ha, of course, there's always a gray area there in between. How does it's, that work? We we basically live in the gray area. Okay. <laughs> so, for example, I I was telling him, you know, we should write a book oh. because uh, there are a lot of things that people people see the child of the owner aspect, Got it. but they don't see the other things that comes with it, like. Um, one case in point, which is uh, whenever, because he he does most of his answering of emails sure. uh, in the evening. Yes, so I whenever, remember. Yeah, like last night, yeah. Uh, yeah. he he sent me an email. And then right after sending me the email, he went to my room and said, you know, sweetheart, have you seen the email that I just sent you? <laughs> so those are things that people don't really realize. Wow. That, that, the, that is a dynamic that comes with them. Tell, tell them about our board meeting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It happens anytime, anywhere. Oh, wow. Like, even in your pajamas, you know. Oh, but basically, if you guys are just together, most of it happens in the car because you get stuck in traffic. Traffic, so. right, right, right. <laughs> so that's the best opportunity. Plus, you can't escape. But when you're stuff. when yeah. you're sick, you really have to be sick, right? Yes. Yeah. You can't oh, wow. pretend to be sick. Okay. Yeah. Because, because he'll he'll know. Oh, yeah. He'll what check. is that sniping? Pick yeah, sniping yeah, because, yeah. because the boss brings yeah. in with chicken soup. Oh, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Oh, that's Actually, sweet. the real boss is my mom. She's Got the it. CFO. Right. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Now, in terms of um, learnings, mm-hmm. uh, Rachel, I'm very curious. There's one thing. I mean, there's. I'm pretty sure millions of learnings. Yeah. What is the one thing that that your dad was able to impart to you, in terms of of how to hustle in this mm. type of business? Um, 
Well, even before hustling, yeah. um, the, f- the first thing that he actually taught all of his kids is to always keep on learning. Mm. You know, uh, you know that, that, that aspect, if you carry it with you, no matter where you end up, you're gonna be okay. Got I think it. that's why he decided to teach us that. Mm-hmm. The second thing is to always ask questions. Yes. He never really stopped us from asking questions. Like I was just saying, um, it might have uh, backfired on them at some point in their lives <laughs> because all of their kids keep on asking them questions. Oh, wow. But they were open to it. Uh, they never really shut us down okay. for asking questions. And I'll spare no funds and money as long as it's education. So I've mm-hmm. sent all of my free kids to Oxford University to oh take up gosh. summer courses in philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. I've sent Hannah to Paris where she studied embroidery. I've sent Brian to Stanford on some certain Stanford. courses. So, yeah. so he'll send me somewhere too, right? Okay. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, no, no. We're going our... together. together. Now there's yeah, a KPI. Going. Yeah, yeah. KRA KPI. Okay. Now I'm yeah. curious before we take our next our last break. What's the the the, the process? Because again, uh, being a, a motive, uh, inspirational speaker, it just doesn't come to you. There's a process of how to create that content. All right. It does not and people just don't uh, there's only few naturals. Of course, when you get to it and you do it over and over again, it yes. comes naturally. Yes. Uh-huh. But there's a process. What's that process? Well, there like? is. I've had some discussions with uh, big, big company presidents. Okay. And they said, you know, Francis, I agree with your column last Sunday. You, in your column, I, I said, well, what did I write? Okay. Uh, I usually submit my column about a week before. Wow. And then he says, you know, you're right. I told my HR people never to get speakers or trainers or facilitators that are not practitioners. That's a total Mm. waste of money. One thing I I have to my advantage is I came from manufacturing. I come to retail. I'm still in retail, by the way, right now. I sit on the board of uh, arguably the country's second largest retail chain of stores called Primer. Primer Group. Yeah, that's right. In Leon Ginto near La Salle. Yes, yes. It gets flooded. It's hard to drive there. (laughs) Right, we just built a building that's even better looking than Google. That place oh is God. fun working, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And, and, and I understand. I understand business. I understand the shift and the disruption for brick and mortar, mm-hmm. not going into e-commerce, but by performing both together. Correct. And how do you make both of them grow? Mm-hmm. And so, in other words, I'm a practitioner. And so the key here now is to put yourself into the shoes of the clients and think as if you own their company and what mm. are the challenges. So, you know, you know, you have a fancy word for that. It's called empathy. It's beyond that. It's put, putting out all of your resources and all of your collective years of wisdom and experiences and pouring it out to your clients, not holding back. Okay. That's why they, they may pay me for my services, but I certainly give them more than what they paid for. Absolutely. Right. And it's a gift that keeps on giving to. Right. You know, because as, as you provide a game plan, mm-hmm. it's not a, that's, that's not it. Yeah. As you come along, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll find better solutions right. with, what, with that seed that you've already implanted yes. for Yes, and you get rewarded for that. Mm-hmm. Because if I take a look at the profile of my clientele right now, I mean, I've got more invitations than white spaces in my calendar. Correct. A high 62 to 68% of my clientele mm-hmm. are repeat clients. Wow. Right? So that means I must be doing something right. Correct. And secondly, I want them to grow. When mm. they grow, their business grows, I get more business. It's Absolutely. the logic, right? 
Mm-hmm. And what about the schools that I have talked to until now? I'm still doing for free and pro bono. You can never outgive God. Those, there was this president of a multinational company, the BPO company, who told me, and he 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 asked me this question. Francis, do you know why I invited you? I said no. He says. I was planning to drop out from school in Letran at that day, and we were required to go up the auditorium to listen to this Chinese speaker speak, and you were that guy. <laughs> and he said, after listening to you, I gave it another chance, and I stayed on. Now I'm the president of this company. I want you to share with my people the principles that you shared with us many years ago. So it has gone full circle now. I'm one of them. Um, really? You did a talk in my school oh. uh, when I was third year college. Uh, oh. I took up. Entrepreneurship in USD. Oh, there you go. Yeah, See? I was like, mm-hmm. wow, this guy. That's why I'm freaking out. I'm just trying to not uh-huh. again be kilig because I'm mm-hmm. one of them. And you, you did an amazing job. She was the English of kilig. I have uh, not titillating. <laughs> <laughs> See, Rachel, it's gone full circle. Yeah, now he's yeah. invited me back, but he's not paying me for this. Okay. One, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're right, paying it yeah. forward to everybody. Forward, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Consider this is yeah. another school. <laughs> okay. Right, yeah. Well, thank you very much for that. Now, let's take yeah. our last break. And when okay. we come back, let's pay it forward more All with right. more questions, especially for startup founders here. So we'll play like Josh Rupan and Dave Marquez. <laughs> but let's talk about that more after the break. Hey, Hustlers, it's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup. Because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions for liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with Gcash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. 
Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, Hustlers, I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2023. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back from the break. We're still with Francis Kong. Oh my God. Now it's come for full circle. But let's make it let's make more circles now. Because we need to pay it forward. I'm I'm curious about inspiration. Yeah. Um, how do you look for inspiration to keep going? Because that can change over time. Mm-hmm. Especially, mm-hmm. you said the the enemy of hustle is success. Yes. And yes. once and you know at one point you've become successful, right? Mm-hmm. But of course, it's all a mindset. Like mm-hmm. right now, I thought when chatbot. PH got acquired. Like, right. okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is it for me. Mm-hmm. And I thought I would be complacent. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm hungrier now. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. want to eat more, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. So how do you how do you make sure that that fire doesn't die out, and how does that transform over time? I gotta go back a little bit and then explain to you the difference between motivation and inspiration. Okay. One speaker said, "No, it's just pure semantics." There, they said, "No, Google search it." Mm-hmm. It's GMG. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Google my girl. Oh, that's GMG. You know, when you take a look at the Latin word for inspiration, it comes from a Latin word, inspire or inspire. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it talks about breathing. It talks about a soul thing, right? Now, a lot of people think that motivation and inspiration is the same, but motivation, you know, you have this rah, rah, rah thing, you fire them out, you make them dance, hold hands, sing, and uh, sing kumbaya and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. In other words, motivation has got a lot to do more with emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm not inspiring people. Mm-hmm. I'm educating people. Mm-hmm. I want to present ideas and facts that when their minds click mm-hmm. and they say, oh, wow, that's it. Then they get inspired. In other words, 
I don't intend to inspire people. I intend to educate people and to equip them with ideas that may work for them. And once they find it, they say, oh man, I was so inspired. Now, the next thing about hustle is this. While the enemy of hustle is success, the best thing to do to continuously be in that zone is to never think you're successful. True. Why? Because success, you, you don't arrive at success, you hustle with success. Correct. You wrestle with it. You grab it, you lose it, you run after it. Now that you have it, you enter into the next level and then you do the same process. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that keeps me going now is to never think that I have achieved success, but the thing that keeps me going is what have I gotten as progress today compared to yesterday? So that keeps me going on a daily basis. Right? Is there a metric behind it though? Because at the end of the day, again, some people will say, oh, I'm, I'm progressing, but you're only progressing at a pace that's not, that's not going to get you to where you want. Yeah. What's the metric of progress that you like to see that, all right, this is what I need to hit so I get to where I want? Or is that more a, a case-to-case basis? And that's a great question. By the way, Ron, the next time you hear speakers say, that's a great question, that means the speaker doesn't have an answer yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> now I know, huh? Oh, there you go. The answer to your question is the same answer I'm going to give you to the importance of understanding soft skills. Got it. Yeah, you, you said it right. Talk mm. is nowhere soft. It is hard skills now. Absolutely. But the reason why they're called soft it is because it is difficult to quantify and qualify the metrics. Mm -hmm. And yet, given time, it will surface. Correct. And just because something cannot be measured doesn't mean it's not important. Mm -hmm. You shake hands with a friend. Give me the ROI of that. You can't. No. Yeah. And so it's the same thing. When when you do things like this, you are embarking on a soulless issue that brings out the best in that person because you have equipped the person with the intellectual capability and the ideas that can help that person go into the next step. Mm. So progress is 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 that way. It, it's not manipulating people's emotions. Not you know I've heard speakers make people cry and laugh <laughs> at the same time. Why don't you watch K drama? I mean right, it's more right, right. that way. But at the end of the day, have you equipped the person? with better ideas that can make his life or his business better. Exactly. And that's, 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 our, that's our role in life. That's our business. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you mentioned about communication. Mm-hmm. In startup life, if mm-hmm. you have a business, okay. again, it's not a soft skill, mm-hmm. what's your advice for people that are not really this good at it? Mm-hmm. Because some people are blessed with certain skills and whatnot, mm-hmm. but especially if you're a zero to one founder. Mm-hmm. Where you don't really have anything to delegate this on, right, right. and you have a team to to, to motivate, mm-hmm. how would you advise people like a Josh Supan? Let's say, mm-hmm. okay, how would you advise Josh if Josh wasn't good at sales mm-hmm. or g- good at what he does? Mm-hmm. I don't think Expanse would even grow right. to what it is. Right. But let's just say that did not exist. That skill. Yeah. How would you tell these people to become persuasive yeah. and to get their communications through? Yeah. You have just answered the very question you asked me. Oh, I did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same answer I'm going to give people who would say, I'd like to be a speaker like you. What should I do? The same question is this. You better be good at something. Mm. You don't have the skills. Don't go into a startup. I mean, the, the term startup is so sexy, right? Yep. But the thing is, 
basic business principle on entrepreneurship. Do you have something that you have that can offer to a market for a need? And when you do well and you solve that market's problem, then you get a profit out of that. Without which, no. Just uh, get some competence first by employment, maybe. So again, that, that's, that's, that's very good because a lot of people, I mean, they get gung-ho too much mm-hmm. and the bravado yeah. was like, I'm going to do this. I can be like Mark Zuckerberg and yeah. I will be the next Mark Zuckerberg. Exactly. And I look at you like, dude, mm-hmm. what, what is your skill set right now? Right. Tell me. Right. I've had people say, I say, you're, you're not employed now. What do you have? I have a startup. Wow. I said, what's your position? <laughs> CEO. Wow. How many people do you have? One. <laughs> I said, you don't have a startup. You have a gig, all right? Yeah. And a gig is not a business. Right. It is a racket. It is mm-hmm. a project. But a business entails a lot. What? Go to basic management course. It is mm-hmm. the utilization of man and money and machine and methodology and all of those things in producing a, you know, I... In, my garments company was number three in the country at that time. And wow. I was approached by a super genius of a person I highly respected. He says, what do you do? I said, I make garments. So how many pieces of garments do you make? I said, during peak season, we'll do about 120,000 pieces. He said, okay, wow. that's a cottage industry. And I said, my goodness, this guy's insulting me. Okay. And I said, why do you call it the cottage industry? He says, mm-hmm. do you have transfer technology? Are you using, are you using computers? Are you using... I said, no. Exactly, that's a cottage industry. And today, when you look back, he's right. Okay. The garments industry has been a cottage industry all along. Okay. It's just that the brand made me feel like you're, you know, you're a superstar. Got but it. it is a cottage industry. Got so it. we have to have the humility to understand our own places and to develop ourselves from that. that Absolutely. Right. Because again, if you let um, arrogance come in, like, oh, yeah. who are you? Mm-hmm. I'm making this much money. Right. Again, uh, again, ego is the enemy. Yeah. Then, and that blocks log- logical solutions down the road right, as well. Right. Okay, I'm curious about how you do distress. You are booked the whole year. Yeah. What I does am. one Francis Kong oh. do to 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 balance things out? Because stress oh. at this point, mm-hmm. you know, it, it catches up on you. Like for me, I'm a 31 year old. I'm starting to feel weird things about my body. I obviously don't have time for fitness and my mom and my, my fiance is going to kill me for this. <laughs> but again, those are excuses, so I understand. But for you, you you're fit and whatnot. How do you make sure that you're, you're on top of your game, especially in, in the stress side of things? I am more than twice your age. Right? Wow. And uh, can be my, my, my sister. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel knows this very well. Three major aspects of a person's life. Body, soul, spirit. Got it. Body, I have a routine. Mm-hmm. I can't go to the gym all the time, but I do push-ups and I do sit-ups. And number two, I am so careful with what enters my mouth. All right? You're and so I, I, I make sure I eat the, only the right thing. Mm-hmm. And the whole family is into that. Wow. Number two, let's talk about emotions. This is the best lesson I learned from my favorite uh, philosopher, Dr. Dallas Willard. He says... We have to learn how to ruthlessly eliminate hurry in our life. Chill. Okay. So if you have, if you have a routine and you have that particular thing you got to do within that time frame, you stick to that routine, you don't have to hurry. You don't have to hurry. And most importantly, thing is spiritual. You see, a lot of people mess up their lives. It is not because they're bad people, but it is because inside them, something's lacking in their spirit. Mm. And that's why... 
Well, people ask me, what's the most important thing in your life now? I said, very easy. Love, loving God and loving others. No other wow. thing. It emanates from that connection you have on the vertical level that can uh, expand into your horizontal level as well. Yeah. Got it. As for de-stressing. Okay, let's, okay. let's, uh, let's take another take yeah. from this, from the so boss baby the, right the, here. The daughter has witnessed. There you go. How does <laughs> dad do this? Um, in terms of de-stressing, not a lot of people know. This is actually a fun fact. Okay. He has, he plays games. Well, he plays a game. A game. What is the game? He has a PS4. He's no gone through way. all of the Playstations. No um, way. You're a gamer. Yeah, he's a gamer. <laughs> only but only one okay. game, which is NBA. Yeah. yeah. Are you Why kidding you? me? Yeah, Can I fist game. bump you? Yeah. There you go. I have also a 2K. Uh, yeah. play one yeah. game also. Yeah. Yes. And since 1997. Yeah, it's the same. same thing. I right? started with NBA Live and then I transitioned to NBA. Oh my God, yeah. let's play. I'll add you yeah. on PS4. Oh, my, yeah. my brother tried to play a game with him once. Mm -hmm. He never did it again because he kept losing. Wow. <laughs> He's probably on Hall of Fame. Are you on sure. Hall of Fame? I, I, I only have two, two teams. Uh, I, I was a, you know, I used to have a, uh, Golden State Warriors. Okay, you're a dub and, and now I also have uh, LA Lakers, right? Wow. <laughs> and I make sure that I win all the time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But you see, playing video, every time you play video, your mind goes blank. Exactly. My gosh. Because you are entering into what I call active resting. Correct. You can't force yourself to write. That's impossible. So when people ask me, do you ever have writer's block? I said, I don't. Why? Because I play games. Exactly. And then after that, I go back and then there it is. The idea is... Exactly. I, 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 I do this. I'm this obsessed. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll show you later what I do. <laughs> so there's one mode I play in 2K yeah. ever since they put it out. It's the My League. Oh, the My League. Thing. So yeah. this, again, resonates. When I was younger, it's like, why, why do I keep doing this? Uh -huh. What I do is I redraft all the teams. I research <laughs> on each player. <laughs> wow. There's certain rules I put. That, that player can never play on the same team he's played ever <laughs> and he needs to be drafted by his home state wow. or his hometown wow. and i add six more teams yeah. out of the 30 teams mm. because i like and then i play all 82 games plus playoffs wow. i know all the salaries you're serious i'm but i don't play with other people i just play with the computer yes. but i like building the whole league so you you are a detailed person in the first place right I, i'm ocd i guess on that point now, what i do is this i play i make sure i win when i'm losing i quit the game i play again that's why i win all the time same and but myself i make sure that i don't have to quit like uh -huh. and and then again i'm just going to flex a little bit this is mm -hmm. so fun and this yeah. resonates with me a lot <laughs> My best record in an 82 game season mm -hmm. is 79 and 3. Wow. Wow. And I don't pick star players. I my my players is Giannis Antetokounmpo mm -hmm. and he wasn't good that then. Yeah. And Damian Lillard. In other words, what you're doing is you're applying Mali ball into your game, right? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so fun. But again, we can talk about this <laughs> yeah, in a whole yeah, different yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Francis Callum, it's okay. I'm so obsessed that like two, three months before, yeah. I already pre-order oh, in wow. Green Hills. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the poster. And all. Yeah, with the poster. Right? Yeah, and I will BL 
Yeah. I mean, I'll, uh, I'll, be, I'll BL on the day it comes out. Wow. And I'll tell them, guys, it's 2K day. You cannot talk to me. I'm sorry. Right? Priorities first. <laughs> I'm not that obsessed. <laughs> wow, sorry. But yeah, it's just my only game. But, oh my God, that's so fun. Okay, uh, last question before we let you go. Mm-hmm. Francis, you, aside from all the great advice you've given to all the people mm. um, uh, around you know, thousands and thousands of talks, mm. let's put it on the flip side. What's mm. the best advice you've gotten through this whole hustle that you've done? Two days ago, I got it from an wow. email. This person says, you may not remember me, but uh, many years ago, I was on the brink of committing suicide. I was so depressed. I didn't know what to do. I've cut my wrist twice. And you gave me your time. You responded to my message. And then you also invited me to have breakfast with you. Wow. And I still have bouts with going to the dark side of my life. Mm-hmm. Something I'm working on. But now I have a good career. Uh, it seems to be taking off now. I have lesser episodes of that. Man, that, that episode sums up everything that we do. And I'm extremely active with Facebook and um, my Facebook like page. Um, ever since I started participating in FB, mm-hmm. uh, God has allowed me to give advice to at least 15 young people not to push through with their plans to kill themselves. Oh I've God. met four of them. Wow. And one of them, in one of the most uh, fantastic times, was. She heard about me giving a free talk in uh, UP, UP Mall? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, Uptown. And she says, Uptown, she says, can I see you? I said, oh man, the whole, the whole time I was so excited waiting for her to come. Right. And she came and I said, so how are you now? She says, I'm doing very well. I'm now fashion stylist oh my and God. I don't feel, you know, those things just make, make everything worth doing and worth working for. Absolutely. Yeah. Francis Kong, unfortunately, as I want to do, I know you're a busy man. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Right, but Rachel. before we let you go, Rachel, do your thing. Let's do the selling part. Because so, this is just one hour and plus plus of Francis Kong. But if they want to reach out to your dad and get them booked and whatnot, what do they do? Well, actually, my, my dad, he does everything. He handles all of his uh, IG, FB, and wow. Twitter, and LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So every post that you see, uh, he's the one who composes it. Um, what? what we do is we repackage it so mm. that it's more consumable for the younger market. Got it. But, stitch, uh, stitch it up and yeah. whatnot. Right? And we think of new other campaigns like okay. a 30 second series and everything. Mm. So for him, I just suggest that if you guys want to get connected with him, connect okay. with him on Facebook. You might want to invite him for Level Up Leadership. All right. Oh, yeah. And what, what's next? What, what, how do, what's Level Up Leadership? So Level Up Leadership is his premium training training program okay we held the first one last january oh wow just recently wow yeah at, the, at 100 registrations we have to close because the quality of training goes down i do sure the, the whole two-day gig right what so, what happens in there yeah, i teach on leadership skills i teach on communications creativity i talk Got about it. what's happening in the world i talk yeah. about forthcoming consumer behavior and how do we stitch all of them together and make it work in their lives in leadership. i'm interested now how much is this <laughs> what uh, is so, the fee so the regular rate is twenty four thousand eight hundred fifty per person yeah uh for groups of five or more there's 10 percent discount wow but okay. uh for valentine oh there's a v-day thing yeah, wow, okay. have a v-day why do you know thing. that all right 
right. We have a um, flat rate of 20,000 just for Valentine. See, those are things they do. I, okay. So, this is school. the first time that we're actually yeah. announcing Did it. Did you get um, approval? <laughs> <laughs> that's a few, yeah. that's 4,000 discount, oh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But if they do want to check this out, because this is probably going to go out after Valentine's, but if they mm-hmm. do want to check out, is there anything that they can use to, to still avail of the that same rate that they just email you a promo code or whatnot? Or we'll do that in well, the show Well, for uh, Hustle Share, we can give you a promo code. Yes. And obviously, it will be a Hustle time. Share. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. When where do they go? Uh, they, they go to leveluploadership.ph. Okay. Leveluploadership.ph. Yes. And sign up, and you can pay through credit card. Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh, use your credit card now. You're, yeah. you're gonna learn instead of just buying five more shoes, yeah, right? Yeah. Educate yourself because it's a gift yeah. that keeps on giving. Again, thank you, Francis. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank but before I let you go, please yeah. don't forget to follow follow us on whatever podcast app. And if you did say some jargon in this in this is the episode. Don't forget to, do, to check out the show notes at hustleshare.com and don't forget to also join us in our community at the Hustle Share community on Facebook so that you can get involved in who's the next shows. Uh, um, what this? What shows? I'm, I'm getting jittery. I'm getting nervous. Um, Hustle Share community so that we can invite the right guests moving forward and don't forget to message us on our chatbot at m.me slash hustleshare powered by chatbotph. Again, Francis, thank you very much. Thank you. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.